Welcome to the podcast today. I'd skip ahead to the last half of the podcast because I only came into the show late, but apparently it was all right up until then. <laughs> As if you weren't at home listening. Were you listening? No. Yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, you were. You're like those classic people who you meet in the street and they go, oh, I listened to Triple J. Oh my but God. You, but your Alpha Bucks competition is shit. And what you <laughs> talked about at 10 past seven, I really disagreed with that. And Abby's opinions was different, but I don't listen. I listen to Triple J. I get that all the time. But hey, you'll be very excited though. Listen to the podcast yourself, Stav, because we are going to the Candyman party. You know, the like mm. Australia's version of Hugh Hefner? Yes. Yeah, we're going to go along to the party. So be comfortable around boobs. I'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what happened on the show today. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Replay, Hit 105. The age of entitlement is over. This year's budget's all about salvation. Now, we promise, do not turn over the radio. This is going to have a very ABC slant to it. No, this is great because this is either going to change people's lives and they're going to join me with what you say, financial freedom, or they're going to appreciate that taste is better than financial freedom. As a third party, boys, explain Abby's spending habits. Well, the, the issue is is that Abby um, tends to have impulse issues, which are great for her broadcasting career because she just says stuff that comes out of her mouth. Uh, as uh. at the moment it hits her brain. But that's also um, how she goes about buying stuff. Oh, I'll buy that. Yeah, and but eBay's so good. And sometimes I get dresses that yeah. are only like $10 and free postage from China. And look, it's a risk. But, but then it's a great risk. And Lifeline just down the road, they get some really good bargains. But Abby, Abby was um, complaining to Maddie, saying, look, I'm having trouble with my spending. Maddie was uh, explaining how he got him and his wife's budgets back on track. We- and Abby said, I want to sign up to the 12 week. Body transformation of my bills. Let's go. And right. Maddie's put it on a program. Well, I just explained to her how we got out of $25,000 worth of credit card debt That's in great. seven months. And it, you know what? It wasn't a fun time. Yeah. There were sacrifices made. But the thing is, like, you got annoyed at me because I said sometimes I can spend $400 on groceries. And I love just I love my loyalty card. I go to Woolies and you told me that I have oh, they're, to... St- they're, they're not... They're Stop it. Nothing. You told me that I have to go to Audi. And I tried it, but I didn't recognise everything, Maddie. Doesn't matter. But no, but I studied marketing. I was like one semester off finishing. And they say that people mm. go for brands because we like to have, you know, what we can trust. We go, you know, that's my wheat picks. I know what it is. Yep. That's what it is every time. So basically, we've gone down to the shops uh, yesterday afternoon and we've bought various items from both Aldi and from yep. another store. Mind yeah. you, I'm not on the Aldi payroll. Who cares? Let's get I this over be. and done with. So a- Abby's going to taste test and see if she can tell the difference yep. between the Aldi brand and the other one. How many brands is there? So there's there's just For... one of each. I've got, I'm blindfolded, by the way. So, Alrighty. So if I get this right, I get $1,000, right, Maddie? No, where did that come from? Because you give a thousand dollars to everyone. You're like, if you can get, if you can get Adele on, I'll give you a thousand dollars on the radio. Jat A into your mouth, please. Stab's gonna hand it to you. you Jat A. Yep. And then you need a water too. I would love a little water, a little chaser. Thank you. (laughs) And this This is if she if she can't tell the difference, she will shop at Aldi and save herself half the money. Mm. So which one is the actual? A, Aldi, or B, Aldi? A's Aldi. B's delicious. (laughs) Did I get that one right? So I got it right. You're very good. I'm always impressed with this. You're very good. A is the tastier, but original. 
You can't taste Aldi. the difference. Yeah, you can taste the you difference, can't. Maddie. Have you, oh, had... you can taste the difference. Have Are you, you not... kidding me? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I wouldn't feed my kids. No, the second one's delicious. Can't you hear the ad? Aldi fan Gray is trying to convince business colleague Dan to switch to Aldi. Will being blindfolded open Dan's eyes? Oh, it's good. And smell the savings at Aldi. What's oh, happening? Okay. So, okay. Cereals. Okay. Cereals. One is Just Right from mm-hmm. Woolworths, uh-huh. full brand. Mm-hmm. The other one is Aldi brand. Okay. Right. Looks the same, tastes the same, comes out the same, digests the same. Am I just eating it plain? Here comes the aeroplane. Oh, have I got in. milk? <laughs> yeah, he got milk. I don't oh, know. This is kind That's of weird. A. Watching you feed Abby <laughs> is very strange stuff. This is cereal A. Now, I've got to be honest, I've never eaten Just Right before. Oh, don't give me that. Okay, cereal so that was B. A. Whack yeah, this it is in. Cereal B. Here is A Aldi or mm. is B Aldi? Mm, they are very similar, <laughs> but I'm going to go with A's Aldi. How did we do? This is very good. I told you. Maddie, this is ridiculous. Who knew you it's would be tastier. so good? Who knew you would be so good at having things put in your All mouth? Right. Stop it, Osha. Do I get $1,000 yet? Keep going. <sighs> no, I'm done. I'm You're done. out. You don't want to do the milk? What's you wrong? You've upset him. Why? How can you honestly taste the difference in that? You, someone's given you the answers. This is radio. Oh, this, this is, is radio. You can even hear the difference. Yep. It's just crunchier. It's saltier. It's crispier. Don't get disappointed because I got it right, Maddie. Yeah, it's right. Don't be a sore loser. She's no, very no. good. I told you. Okay, She's cool. very good. I, I've, I stop. I give up. Do so do you owe her $1,000 now? No, I, she made that. I was never giving her $1,000. Is this reverse psychology? You giving no, no. up on me? Maddie, me? the you amount can, of times you have said, I will give you 1000 bucks uh, if you can get us an interview with this person, or I'll give you a... Th- you owe her $1,000. No, I never said I'd give her $1,000. Do if you, you want a Adele, I'll give you $1,000. Do you want a Jats or do you want a one that's Eaton's, trying to be a Jats? Honey, Eaton. honey, honey. That's fine. <laughs> do what you want. Spend what you want. Go where you want. Eat what you want. I don't want to do that now. No, you can do what you want. It's up I to you. I don't like passive-aggressive, Maddie. I'm not being passive-aggressive. I'm just saying, you're right. <laughs> you are right. You can tell the difference. And if it makes you happier to spend more money oh, no. going and buying the brands, you should do that. That's being passive-aggressive. You work hard. It's your money. I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> and okay. the kid's future isn't important. So oh. it's okay. You, um, you do that. You know what? They love Jats. They so <laughs> feel good. <laughs> it's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Oh, he hasn't played footy in years, but I still get tingles. He's the king. I hear that. Uh, Wally Lewis is on this morning. Hey, buddy. Good morning. Now, you are Mr. Brisbane, and look, there's a lot of people all around the state that have been quite devastated with um, the, the storms, and it's still ongoing for a lot of people, and thoughts go out to them. But you've actually... Uh, Last night had a little bit of call of uh, call to arms of people to help out. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody loves being uh, um, able to be able to provide assistance in in times like that. Um, you get the opportunity to to see uh, um, either walking along or, or be told of it and see it on on television. Just how devastating it can be, and uh, it, you. Really, you, you just sit there and you, you shake your head in disbelief and you wonder exactly how tough it would be yourself if you're in that same position. Yeah. So you're calling, you're calling for people to, to help out with the clean-up, Wally? 
Yeah, yeah, I certainly am. Um, to be right of assistance, uh, wonderful Queenslanders have always stuck together in mm. tough times. Um, somebody said to me um, when you guys were doing it uh, um, really tough on the football field, uh, you love being able to have those uh, Queenslanders behind you. And in times like this, you certainly uh, call on the Queenslanders to be able to provide assistance. And this is probably one of the most difficult times for many, particularly in the uh, flood affected areas. Mm. When you say um, assistance, is it for tradies to help out with structural things? Or at this stage, it's kind of like the mud army to be able to get because that that mud just sticks in the houses, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does. And uh, I had the uh, the opportunity yesterday uh, to be able to to go down uh, near Beanley and have a look at some of the the destruction that was caused down there. And it uh, just left me in uh, in disbelief. Uh, uh, most of the houses, uh, people came out the front and said, "Look, we're getting over it now. Um, we're not feeling sorry for ourselves. If people can help out, well, then fine." Um, the entire uh, houses were uh, were destroyed. Uh, nothing inside the house was left. Um, and in one, which is obviously the uh, the most uh, terrible story of all, um, yeah. I was told that one of one of the residents had been told that he had uh, less than a month to live. Uh, he had some terrible cancer difficulties, and he decided to come home from hospital just to spend the last days of his life um, in his own home, where he'd spent uh, um, you know the last forty years, and it got even more more difficult from there. Obviously, with the uh, uh, destruction that was caused around the place. Um, he'd been shifted out of his house, obviously with the place going underwater. Um, he'd been told that he couldn't stay in the house for his last uh, last few weeks. Oh, he had to go back fella. to hospital. Oh, God. And uh, his family were uh, were absolutely devastated, as yeah, he was, and he thought, well, um, at least I'll have their company if they come and visit me in hospital. But uh, for a place he'd lived uh, his entire life in, uh, you, you think... Oh, this uh, this just gets worse and worse every time you hear some of the uh, the, yeah. the, the stories. Um, I was walking along the road and looking at uh, at some of the things. There were wedding photos, um, a bassinet uh, that uh, had been provided to uh, uh, to somebody uh, by their father, um, and it certainly was the, uh, the the same one that they were in, uh, in wow. when they were uh, little kids. Yeah, um, you know, that had to be thrown away as well. You know what? What is amazing? My mum's house went under uh, in the last floods, 2011. Yeah, yeah. in Oxley. And she was fortunate enough to have insurance, so it all turned out okay. But I remember I was living in Sydney at the time, and I remember ringing my mum and talking to her about it and then talking to her neighbours and stuff. And a lot of them did say one thing that actually made a lot of them get through it was this complete strangers coming to turn up to clean. They'd never met them before. People dropping off bottles of water and sandwiches. Because that's what it is. There's a lot of, especially older people who don't have any family, just knowing a stranger will go, hey, it's going to be all right, really did help them. Yeah, and that played a little bit of a role yesterday when we were walking down the street. There were two lovely women that were driving along. Uh, they pulled up to uh, to ask if we wanted uh, something to eat or drink, and we said, "No, look, we're uh, we're coming along just to to get a look at this uh, ourselves and have a look." And uh, do you live in the area? And they said, "No, no, no, we don't live anywhere near it." But we've seen the destruction that's been caused in this area, and have yeah. a look at these people. They've lost everything, so we've decided to. Uh, and they did it out of their own pockets as well. Uh, yeah. Went and bought uh, piles of water and food. They got some lunches, sandwiches. They've had them made. And we're just dropping them off to these people that uh, that were spending the entire day just trying to clean up. Yeah, so, but, uh, it, was, it was something quite extraordinary. It made you very proud to be a Queenslander. Well, if people want to get involved, emergencyvolunteering.com.au to go and register. What kind of people are you looking for? Just an extra pair of hands or are you looking for people with specific skills? 
Uh, both of those. Uh, if they can provide the skills, it'll certainly provide uh, um, wonderful help to be able to clean up uh, a little bit, a little bit cleaner. Uh, to make it a little bit uh, cleaner, it, mm. uh, it certainly uh, does. Um, it does need every little bit of assistance we possibly can do, and uh, and I'm sure that the people will uh, will open their hearts. Yeah. Uh, they uh, they they certainly realise just how how difficult it is, and any assistance that can be provided is certainly mm. going to be very appreciated uh, appreciated by these people. Let's be honest too. How satisfying is it when you gurney something and then it's crystal clean at the end of it, and you go, oh, "I did that. Mm. Look at that." <laughs> Yeah, most of the time it's it's it's, it's a pretty good feeling. But uh, yeah. gee, on on days like yesterday, you just uh, uh, no matter how good you felt about uh, providing that help, uh, yeah. you you think, uh, well, I'm just damn glad I'm not in that position myself. If it yeah. helps in any way, shape, or form, uh, we feel comfortable with it because uh, sometimes life just isn't fair. I think That's I'm going to have to do the mud and not make the sandwiches. I've got no skills with that. But uh, we know we've got a lot of Facebook messages from people that have been lucky that they haven't been affected by it, so want to help out. So once again, the website is emergencyvolunteering.com.au. Wally Lewis, thank you. My pleasure, guys. Thanks for your help. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Oh, yeah, Alpha Bucks tomorrow. Yes, you could win $10,000. Yeah. And the letter for tomorrow is... Do you know it? No. Oh, hang on. Let me ask. I'm just going to buzz the producers through the intercom. What's the letter? I. I for idiot. <laughs> Got it. Or then he just pointed at his eye. That's an E, mate. This is yeah. very confusing. Now let's go with I. I for idiot. I for idiot. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Research everything that starts with I tomorrow. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Now, you guys know that I get um, I get intrigued by certain characters. It doesn't necessarily mean they're good people. No, powerful men, usually. Oh, and women as well. I just, I look, I love Clive Palmer. You know that I love Clive Palmer. Yeah, I find that strange. Why? That facet. That's, that's like a fetish kind of thing. No, it's not a fetish. It's not a sexual thing. The guy just inhales a packet of Tim Tans when he was walking up to his private jet, and I thought, that's a man I like. Is it and because of his power? It's like that's he holds power with that money. He built dinosaurs. Like who does that? He built that? dinosaurs. He eats Tim Tams by the packet, it's and crazy. recently, just from went from 153 kilos to under 100 for the first time in years. Good on you, Clive. My other fascination with is a guy called Candyman, and he's been in news and out of the news and yeah. back in quite recently. He's a guy that lives on the Gold Coast, and he's got a lot of money, and he just has women. I think he wants to be um, Hugh Hefner, the yeah. Australian Hugh Hefner, and it was, do the Playboy Mansion. He was filming. Uh, he, all of his parties get filmed, and then he's just trying to pitch them as a reality show. Natch. Yeah. yeah. And I just was intrigued by him and I've always spoken to about him to producer Peter, haven't I? Yes. <laughs> yes you have. And she's just done some something. What is very... it about what is it about him though? Oh, like what a douche kind of oh I shouldn't say that if I want to go to his party. No, that's like, no, it's that's... just it's like he just wants to be surrounded by women in underwear. It's just yeah. fascinating. And I'm fascinated by the girls that want to do that. You know, uh, what, are, girl- what are you what are you more fascinated with? You're fascinated with that he's able to concoct and and create and orchestrate these incredible events where um, all this stuff happens, or are you more fascinated with the women that I'm going to say not unlike yourself want to be around him and go, yes, of course, I will stand around with my top off while he's. I photos. wouldn't be able to do it. Could you imagine me keeping my mouth shut and just wearing underwear and saying you're the man? No, oh, no, <laughs> no. You, you'd be the chick with the gag ball for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to play the gimp? <laughs> so I just, I don't know, if 
kind of I'm, I'm equally I'm equally fascinated with the kind of women that go. Yeah. I mean, we read that article the other day, and he's going. You know, he's got a wife, but he's also got girlfriends, and and the wife says, "No, it's fine. He's only got one wife. He's got plenty of girlfriends. Yeah. They only come and go for a couple of weeks." And he's got like four girls in the bed, and sometimes I just call bollocks on that. I'm like, yeah. who does that every night? Like, you think you do, and I just, I'm just fascinated by it. Okay, so this is the deal. He's having another party mm. on the Goldie in the next few weeks, um, and we wanted to get invites. Yeah. Now, when uh, producer Peter had said that she's, she tried to get us invites, yeah. you know what my immediate thought was? What? How am I going to have this conversation with my wife? Like, well, she can come with us. There's no, oh, there's no way she's going to let me go there, even under guard with her. All right, well, then I'll take her and you're out. What? <laughs> and then I see on news.com there she's being walked like a dog by the candy <laughs> man. Right, never That's my girl! But you know, what's we the, never have what's to make the criteria? For ourselves again. What, what's the criteria? Because when I when I lived in LA, I mean, I I know that you know if you want to get in, and if, I'd been I've been to the Playboy Mansion a few times. I've been yeah. to some of those parties. Yeah. Um, it's pretty easy uh, if you know the right people for a guy to get in, but for a girl to get into those parties, you've got to provide a headshot, you've got to answer a questionnaire, you've got to sign a thing. There's all kinds of stuff for it's girls like a to go. Applying for parties. the Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he didn't laugh at that. You're right. Is that not what I'm fine. No, I'm just telling oh. you what I saw at the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> well, is it producer like that? Peter, she's the one that applied for us. What was it like? Yes. So it is very similar, Osh. It's, um, so you have to provide a headshot um, and social media profiles and all that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. But then one of the, uh, the only question that you have to fill out in the box is why should you be invited to this party? Oh, what did you write for me? I'm glad you asked. So So I sent a lovely headshot of you. Okay. What what headshot? What photo? um, The one on your Instagram profile. Oh, yeah. So, so your, your profile picture. Your favourite picture then. Yeah. yeah. And you always know you if, look you, hot. if a can girl's I, yeah. picture yeah. on her Instagram, her profile picture is always her favourite picture. Well, can I just say though, mine wasn't too old ago. Like it's not too old. It was only in November. That's pretty good. Well, that's good. Yeah. Sometimes it's like the glory days of here's mm. when I did was doing modelling when I was 19. Yeah. So this is yeah. what I wrote for Abby. No, they didn't have cameras back then. <laughs> 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 so what did you say? Sorry. Okay, so the question was, why should you be invited to this party? Yes. Uh, Abby's response, who wouldn't? I'm a super friendly person who loves meeting new people and who doesn't like to get loose and have a bit of fun. Wink. I always make I sure. I love how you do my voice. <laughs> I know, sorry. Uh-huh. Keep going. I always make sure I carry a bikini with me no matter what. You never oh. know when you might need it. You are so going to this party. Yeah, you're in. <laughs> you're in. What a bimbo. I'm in. I love you it. You are totally in. And she's going to take your wife, Maddie. Oh, and how awkward. I just have my bikini in my handbag. Just put it on. <laughs> don't take a sarong. My advice to you is don't take your sarong. You don't want me to take my mum's all nah. uh, one piece? All right. What do you write for Maddie? Okay, so for Maddie, yeah. Um, again, a delightful headshot. Um, these parties look lit. I'm a pretty fun guy to have around, despite looking 12, and I can bring the A game. You need me at this party. Oh, what a loser. <laughs> I can bring the A game. Just what? yesterday, though, Maddie, you said another loser comment. Like, if this party's loose, I've got the juice. You should have just signed up with you that. You could come up and say, I've got rhyming stuff to make your Instagram videos cooler. That didn't rhyme, Osha. I know. <laughs> but that's what you could write in your... What? In your, what about... You can't write that. <laughs> what would have you You can't say this party looks lit. That's what Why you do not? say. Yeah, you I, I like. say that as a joke. Not well, then... <laughs> That, you know what that looks like? That sounds like a 28-year-old virgin is going along 
to see a woman for the first time. All right. Yeah. Well, that, speaking of that, what would you write for Stav? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yes, Stav. Okay. Uh, I've never been the cool guy, but attending one of these parties would make me seem like God to all my friends. Oh, you are. Yeah, no, he's not going. You no, have. Not, Stav's not getting an invite. Did you, you send just... a headshot or did you leave it blank? No, I sent a headshot. Ah, no he might have just... had a chance. See, you would have just sent a photo of Osha and just said, no words, I'm in. <laughs> I did actually write one for you, Osh. Oh, really? Is it, is it I'm here about the roses? Uh, no. <laughs> I should have said that, though. But uh, it's I've been to the Playboy Mansion and want to compare notes to see if your party's up to scratch. If mm. not, I can give you some tips. Oh, that's good. Oh, no, that sounds too wanky. <laughs> no, that'll get you in. This guy no, is a won't. wanker. He'll love you to go there. No. You know what won't get us in? This conversation when he hears it. <laughs> and just so you know, Candyman, I respect you as a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe that... Um, just call me, bro. Don't mean, don't read that. I'm, the bus- I'm the business that. the business of inheriting large amounts of money. Do you do you respect him for that? Oh, he didn't inherit it, no, Osh. He went overseas and did modelling, and then he sent those checks back with his parents and set up the company. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Sure. The heir to the free choice tobacco fortune. Yeah, he did modelling. He used to get like twenty thousand dollars a day for shoots over in Milan. Not a, I don't. Hey, listen, guys. We want to get into this party. Mm. You don't t- you don't turn up to a party and then pay out the person who's running it and then say, by the way, can we come in? <laughs> I'm nagging him. Do you reckon we're going to get? It? You reckon we're going to get in? I'm nagging. I'm nagging the Candyman. Yeah. Well, I he know- might, Candyman, you may think you have mad parties. You don't have my roses. Ooh. That's all I'm saying, mate. He doesn't need him. He's got the women there already. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, good luck, everyone. Okay. I look forward to not getting my invite. Love you, Matt, with Osha. <laughs> It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Married at first sight last night. I think that's all we spoke about this morning when we came in. Maddie was outraged. Uh, he was outraged. What about? I'm outraged. Outraged. You it's always just... are, but Look, what about specifically? It was, uh, if, you, if you haven't gone... <laughs> If you haven't um, jumped on the show already by now, last night was the final episode, thank goodness, but it was also them looking back, watching themselves about a lot of the comments that they made. And one of the big um, things of this season has been the boys' night. You know how they all got together and they were talking about it and Andrew, who was paired with Lauren, I think, the first time. And then with, um, you know how we talk about kids in the car? We've actually taken it one step further at the moment. We've actually got a kid here in the studio. (laughs) Stav's brought his daughter in, Rory, because Kat's really sick so that so you can hear her in the background she's watching mermaids but um director's commentary on h to go but there was they had to watch the boys night yeah and there was a lot of talk about what they said about cheryl and andrew not saying nice comments about it and maddie's been outraged because he thinks that boys will you say it in your own words <laughs> okay i think that what is said mm. at a boys night yeah. Especially when you are discussing how you may be feeling at a stage of a relationship mm. is like a therapy session. And yeah. I feel that you should be able to discuss it when that is the setting mm. and someone shouldn't toddle off and run and tell your partner and go, and oh, this is what they saying about you. Yeah, well, I think the small difference here is that these people aren't mates. No, they're on no. a reality show. You know, and they're not and really... The other small difference here, Maddie, uh, which is uncommon with boys' nights, is that there are four cameramen and four <laughs> yeah, sound yeah. guys in the room. No, Correct. but I understand what Maddie's saying. He's saying forget that. Like yeah. he and I, I do think you've got I a point. Agree. I believe that yeah. men need to talk to each other more. But I'll yeah. show you a little bit of a difference between the conversation. Let me play the audio first, right? So for the premise, for those who haven't watched it the episode before 
Uh, he had actually said how into Cheryl he was mm. and how he thought this was really going to go somewhere. Then you would have seen he wrote her a song, sang her the song, tried to kiss her, and then she pushes him away and goes, I don't want to kiss you. Mm. So obviously he's a bit cut. Now, I'm not saying that's a reason to go and berate a woman or anything, no. but he's, he's feeling upset. So at the boys' night, he's taken those emotions and made these comments. She drives, like she talks, she drives super quick. She's like Rocky on Mount Panorama really? in her area. Yeah. And I grip the Jesus bar. <laughs> like. I'm just kind of confused. Like, so when you have a conversation, what are you making eye contact with? Oh. <laughs> all the eyes, of course. Yeah. What? Obviously, if you didn't know, Cheryl has fake boobs. Yeah. And she is happy to get them out quite often. She doesn't try and hide them. I think the difference, though, is, though, Maddie, I think guys do need to um, vent to their friends more. Mm. But when you will tolerate your their friends also berating your partner, then that's a bit of a difference. So mm. let's just say if our, our girlfriends get together, right, and one of my girlfriends comes to me and says, my God, my husband is so damn annoying. Do you know what he's been doing? And I will never go, you know what? He is a douchebag, man. I'll go... Oh, really? Mm. So it's sympathetic. It's listening to it and actually offering advice. Mm. If my, I was going to jump in and go, yeah, he's such an idiot, mm. and like his physical attributes, then that's actually making my partner, I guess, validating her complaint about it. And that's actually quite like just bitching and not productive. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, when yeah. another guy jumps in and goes, yeah, what do you look at? Like with her boobs and all that, I. I reckon one of the features that I will always think, oh, no, I'm not going to marry a couple as a celebrant, is when they do put-downs of their partner. Mm. Yeah. There's difficult. There's difference between talking about a situation yeah. and how that's made you feel, but I don't think guys talk about how they feel as much. If he was going to come to the group and go, to be honest, guys, I felt pretty rejected by Cheryl, and then felt and then explained those attributes and that's a bit yeah. different but sort of doing a bit of a oh hey let's just pay her out that's, but it just I, comes a girl bashing I, I agree with you and i'm not saying that it's okay i'm not saying guys should get around and do that but i i just felt like the situation was there for him to have a conversation and mm. they've taken out that one bit and then mm. just played that and then they spent the whole night last night just tearing shreds off andrew and unless he stood up and said you're right i'm the world's biggest asshole yeah they were not going to have a bar of it yeah you know? Even but Rory's upset about it. She's yeah. singing to me at the moment. And her dad's trying to tell her to be quiet. And she's like, shh. It's getting louder. So 131060, this is what I wanted to open the phones on, right? And there's no right or wrong answer to this. What is said with the boys, should it be kept quiet? Like, should, it, should there be a bit of a confidence there? Is it okay for you to go and say some things to get it off your chest? And the same for women. Actually, you know what? Can you go away yeah. with your friends? And vent stuff. Because a lot of the time when you win, it's like when you have a fight with your partner. You'll say things you may not necessarily mean. Yeah. Mm. But you need to get it out mm. so that it's said. Of course. But if I, if you were complaining about your missus, right? And, and I, I said, said, and you as a response. No. <laughs> That's but you my as a girlfriend. Response, said, yeah, you know what, right? Like, she's just yeah. rubbish. Like, and just spoke about her boobs. You'd be offended. He of was. course I would. So you stand up for your partner. <laughs> That's the difference with this. I'm confused. <laughs> if you were going to pay out on your wife yeah, yeah, and then yeah. your mate actually puts her down, how would you feel? Oh, well, none of my friends would do that because mm. they would know I'm just what... letting off steam. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's what this situation was. They all joined in. Yeah, but, but no, they didn't. No, who joined in? They it was like, all oh, Andrew. Yeah, who do you look at? What do you, do you look, look at? at were, we, were we watching the same show, Maddie? Yeah, oh, yeah but 
the, the, what, that's just the conversation that they were having. They didn't all jump around and start bashing her, and, and he was like, oh, yeah, she's a massive... You don't have these conversations while they're still in the relationship. Maybe yes, when you they're do. out I, of the relationship. I have conversations about my wife with my friends all the time. Yes, but do your friends pay her out? No, none of those other boys exactly. were paying her out. That's what we're they just asked about. her a question. That's what we're talking about, Maddie. Yeah, they were referring to how big her boobs were. Yeah, I know, but no yeah. one else joined in, and it was like a slagging show. You're in that session. event, but you still need to have respect for your partner. That's always yes. what I say, because otherwise, why what are you, are you doing there? Them? The question is on 13, 10, 16. <laughs> Not just for guys, but for girls as well. Mm. If you vent in a friend setting, it should stay there. You should be allowed to do it. You need to express sure. those feelings, right, Georgia? Yes, definitely. They should be able to vent. And just because he was on national TV, it was just broadcasted to everyone. And mm. I think that's re- the real issue here. Yeah. Yeah, right. He yeah. would have done it anyway. So he said. What do you do yeah. if a friend vents to you about their partner? What would be your reaction? Oh, look, I, I wouldn't go run off and tell their partner. That's in confidence with us two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's fair. You know, it's only fair to whoever's venting to me. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think it's true that you don't join in? And sort of say the same things about their partner? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't. Obviously, it might, you know, create some problems with their relationship when there wasn't any. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, especially, yeah, you, uh, it's especially a tough. Mm. Mm. It's especially tough if they say, oh, you know, I don't know, let's say, for example, every, every time we go to a party, um, he or she does this, and then the other person goes... I've been wanting to talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's never any good. I think, yeah. Maddie, you're also worried about how Andrew is perceive, perceived after this. Because it was very... Um, negative. Well, yeah, it was really negative for him. And you've yeah. got to remember, they put music, they put editing, and you only see one side to the story. So I do agree that it's going to be hard for him to go back and into the, the dating world. And the so-called counsellors as well, who were having a dig at him for his behaviour, never asked how he felt or why he did that. They're counsellors. I don't want to know their personal opinion. They're meant to be the ones to help them through Your the Your heart thing. broke when you saw his heart break when he tried to kiss her and got rejected. Oh, it, that, took, it took me straight took back me straight to back, yeah, Catherine yeah. Feeney, <laughs> <laughs> grade nine, <laughs> at the movies. It's okay, Maddie. Yeah. Who subsequently worked for Channel 9 here. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's the girl. Yeah, I went right. to kiss her in the movies. And she said, no, I'm watching the movie. And it cut deep. Oh Die Hard 3, not movie. a romantic I choice. I didn't realise it was a true story. I'm so and sorry. And this is on the Gold Coast. <laughs> Let's get some more personal opinions. Candice, what do you think? Is it all right to vent uh, about your missus to your mates? Um, I 100% agree that men should be able to express their feelings um, to their mates. Mm. But what I felt was wrong was that they all chimed in, or some of them chimed in, and Andrew actually never asked them for their opinion. Mm. He's allowed to vent 100%. Probably what they were talking about was a bit out of line, Mm. but Andrew never actually asked for their opinion, so they didn't really have a right to speak, especially about what they were talking about. So I I, think completely out of line. Something else I'd like to bring, I think there's definitely a line too, regardless of if it's a mate. There's there's stuff that you can say about your partner that's fine, but you know, if it can go too far and you're like, oh, this guy actually hates her. Yeah, yeah. but then then I think you need to start asking questions. Yeah, As a friend, yeah. if someone's venting to you, I feel like you need to help out the situation. Because the reason you vent is because you're uncomfortable with the situation mm. or yeah. you're hurt by something. Yeah. So I'm like, as a real friend, they should sort of offer a solution. Advice. Yeah. Yeah. But right. then when you just have to save everything, you just have to save everything up until they break up and then give it about <gasps> so six weeks true. and then you get to go, oh my God. I've been wanting to tell you that for so long. Oh, Even no. then, Osh, I would hold on to it yeah. from my really? experience. Then they get back yeah, because they get back together. Oh, Six weeks no. is not a long time. Ryan is on. What do you think, Ryan? Is it uh, whatever you say in a friend setting, should it stay sacred? 100% true. It should be 
between the boys, the boys have got to get it out somehow, and mm-hmm. they don't really want to do it. Um, but you know, we're all the manliness and don't want to go to see someone about it or anything. But mm-hmm. it's it's between the boys, and that's what it's, it should stay. Yeah, and it's your wife's the one person you talk to. So when that avenue's gone, because mm-hmm. it's about her. You can't yeah, go, can, you, can, you just, can I just call you Rachel for half an hour and I'm just going to unload about <laughs> unload. this. Do you guys Cat talk woman. about emotions when you're alone? <laughs> with, uh, each, like, with each other? Like, I know you vent, but do you actually say about how you're feeling? Because that's do. what I do think for mental health, guys should do more. Oh, I'm just, every, when I play poker on Wednesday nights, so I, I often do that. Yeah, but just, you, you do it in the kitchen here making a yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. But I do it because I'm trying as hard as I can just mm. to kind of normalise it. It's usually met with a cloud of vape smoke and someone dropping a bunch of, you know, poker chips on the table. And yeah, good st- cool story, bro. That's what it's usually <laughs> See, met with. Yeah, but right. I still say it. Yeah. We we don't we'll uh, we'll talk about stuff, but we we my friends we've been friends for a long long time, and we always understand the underlying thing when there's issues, and we know when to, when we have to step in for stuff. Mm. Yeah, like I've had friends with ice addictions and stuff who've never come out and said it, but we've known it, and we've just gone around and gone, all right, we're taking you to rehab and stuff like that. But we don't sit down and go, how are you feeling? Yeah, we just look for signs. Yeah, okay, then you guys can't come over to my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we've given up on you. Don't worry about that. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. I, uh, I don't know about your guys' uh, weekend, but mine, mine was fairly interesting and that it involved a lot of, uh, shall we say, terse words between me and my wife. Or oh, did you guys have a cranky weekend? It was like that. Like I walked into the kitchen uh, and I saw the look on Audrey's face and I could see, oh, 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 Today's wrong. <laughs> are you okay? Yes. Are you okay? Yes. Are you okay? Look, are you okay? I'm fine. Are you actual fine or are you lady fine? Oh. I'm lady fine. That comment has just made I'm lady fine face on Abby. <laughs> no, I just don't. You guys, this is one way you should do it, right? You should go, go hey, are you okay? And she goes, yeah, I'm fine. Go, good. I'm going to take that fine as that's it. So thank you very much. And then walk away because she'll mm. go, no, that's not what I meant by fine. And then she'll follow up. She was in there, she was in there um, right. tidying something up. And she was just giving me death stares, just death stares. And I was like, what, what have, what have I got? And she's like, you've been in and out of this kitchen like six times today. I was like, what? I've been busy. I'm, I'm working. I've got, I've got a podcast and I'm recording and I'm researching some stuff for radio the next day. I've got to be on set in a couple of hours. I'm busy. I'm walking around. And she's like, that pot has been there for a day. That's not what she sounds like. This is just me doing her voice. She says, that pot's been there for a day and you didn't put it away. No, I reckon there was a lot more venom in what she's saying. You're very calm the way you sang it. I well, reckon I just three octaves higher. Maddie Acton, I know from personal experience, it's best not to try and do an impression of my wife on the radio. <laughs> she's um, listening. But trust me, Abby, to go and try and find some science behind what the hell was going on. And I found a name for this. This is called imaginary delegation. Uh. It's of course, an you have to familiar... Google it. You know what? I bet you Googled it before putting the damn pot away. No, I, I, I waited a couple of days. Um, <laughs> imaginary delegation is the all-too-familiar relationship pattern where you see or just think of some household task that needs doing, mentally assign it to your partner, fail to inform them that you've done so, then feel sincere outrage when they disregard the instructions you never gave them. And so this is this has scientifically been proven, and yeah. it's a thing. Mm. This is a thing. Imaginary delegation. A man scientist came up with this for yeah. sure. It was, it was always, a lady. I used really? to always do this, and now I've realised it just doesn't work because um, my friend, who's a psychiatrist, said, "Just so you know, you need to treat." I probably shouldn't say this. No, go ahead. Dogs and men the same way. Um, yes. Positive reinforcement and try and ignore the bad, but also kind of like everything needs a roadmap. 
So don't just presume that they know what you're talking about. Actually write it down. So if I really want something done, I'll go, hey, I really need you to do this by then. And then just leave it out. So you actually write it down. Does it get done? Yeah. Every time? Yeah. Dogs can't read, though. <laughs> True. <good point. laughs> so that theory Sorry, is ridiculous. With the dog, I need you to sit before you get your food. Do you get what I mean? Oh, I need you to make you. sure you've bought the tent before you have sex. You know what yeah. I mean? Stuff like that. And yeah. it really I gets done. I need you done. to poop outside the house. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. You know what? My, my wife, um, she has learnt to live with this type of thing. Oh, yeah. And she's just given up. So yeah. she doesn't it now. She just and a god lover. Yeah. But she just doesn't even bother anymore. Well, some she things just, you need to tolerate. You really do. Like we get our back up in relationships rather than realizing so there's certain qualities that you need to tolerate. And yeah. if you can't tolerate it, then state it. That's yeah. it. Well, the 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 woman that wrote the, this article. In fact, she wrote a whole book about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she uh, she recommends that you, if you want to stop feeling crushed by the responsibility for every little thing at home. You'll need to give up the sole right to define what counts as clean or what counts as getting it done. Mm. Yeah, Basically, right. she's saying whoever's got the lower standards of, you know, I'm comfortable with this. If you're both sharing the delegation, that's kind of where it's going to be. And let's be honest, you're a bit of a messy person. I would say I have, uh, I'm tidally challenged. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm organizationally challenged when it comes to objects. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, right so, now, I, I'm, I'm talking on the radio with you when I really should be cleaning the kitchen. <laughs> well, you know what? We're I about to... he uses his quiet voice because yeah. his wife's in the other room. Yeah. Home. Well, mate, if you oh, meant to be cleaning... super hearing too. If you're cleaning the kitchen, we've got a three-minute ad break we're about to yeah, play. Go, so do off it. you go. Turn go on. on. Uh, everyone's still asleep. Oh, yeah. Nice deflecting. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Oh, g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Yeah, we appreciate that tradies are up the earliest, they're always on the road, and we wanted to chat to them, and we were doing a segment, and apparently not very well, that's why my husband wanted to take over, because he's a tradie, he's a carpenter, just got his builder's license as well. Right. He's got it too hottie. The big cheese. Yeah. Morning, hon. Morning, guys. How are you? Good intro there, honey. I'm patting on the back for that. Thanks, hon. I'm trying to be nice, because Stav's not here and normally does it. Um, <laughs> look, we've got Shout to be- out to the man, Stabby. Hopefully, he's, um, everything's all right there. Yeah, yeah. He's at home yeah. with. It, before we make it sound like he's dying, um, <laughs> his wife is home, very ill at the yeah, moment. So sick. he's uh, helping out with her and also looking after the little one. I am going to regret yeah, this. But what are you um, going to regret, Abby? Well, see, Scotty and I have a bit of an argument at home about who's got the toughest job and who does more work around the house. I don't know if you guys do it, but we've both worked full time. We've both got like two young kids. They are yeah. both yours, Scotty. So we've always allegedly. Been... <laughs> we've... Yeah, I don't know about the last one. Hey? Yeah, but anyway, oh, anyway, he. Yeah, no, it is true. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> We always have this competition about who works hardest. So I'm like, I'm up with the kids all last night and I've got to get up early. He's like, yeah, but babe, I'm a tradie. Like, tradies work hard. And I'm like, bollocks. Like, you guys knock off early. You go surfing. You don't really do that much. And I made a big mistake. When, because, when, 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 when does this happen? Anyway, I made a big mistake of giving him my old Fitbit. Uh, and the reason I gave it to him yeah. was... Awesome present. Awesome present was to see how much sleep he was getting and go, oh, see, there, I told you never get up with the kids. Ah, uh, so she, you thought he would put this on and then you would check the results and it would say that he does nothing and you'd yeah. be like, I told you, sir. 100%. But then what's happened, Scotty? Well, what's happened is uh, my lovely wife came to the job site yesterday and I was just going to helping me ping out a few lines because you can't do it on your own. What, does, and, that, what uh, does that mean? Yeah, that, that, does, that, does that mean something I don't think it means? You get the chalk. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, chalking out lines. Oh, oh. You, uh, you, flick, yeah. you flick the you string flick it, and it yeah. goes, Dong. which is yeah, what, yeah. my yeah. only job that I like doing. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it just had a little check on my Fitbit while she was there. Just had a little nosy, and it yeah. was up quite high, and it was only, what, one or two in the afternoon. So, mm. not how many steps I did and how many Ks, just yeah. walking around the building site. So, mm. it was quite interesting because, um, yeah, I've always wanted to know sort of what mileage we cover a day. So, yeah. You should see him on the phone to his friends at night. Like, I don't know who you're on the phone to, but he's like, mate, we no, should be ripped. Jamie. Yeah, we should be ripped. Why aren't we ripped? <laughs> I'm like, because you just had a meat pie and a can of Coke for lunch. <laughs> yeah, t- that's probably and, true. And so you're saying, Scotty, that Abby is uh, complaining needlessly? That <laughs> you are, in fact, way, way, way harder working? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I should, yeah, I think it's yeah, what's happening. So what do you want to do I mean, right now? Oh, I'm just thinking on the lines of um, any trades out there want to know how many Ks they do in a day, like ring up and have a guess, or if someone has the closest one can win a couple of movie tickets that you guys have got there, probably stash away in a drawer. What is this, the 90s? <laughs> he wants to do a comp of guess how many Ks he's done, like how many steps, right? right. And he'll get a prize. Okay, so Scotty, you... No, you, I don't get a prize. They get a they prize. Get, well, yeah. No, yeah, you're, yeah. you're a man of the people. You're a man, <laughs> of, the man people. of the people, you know. So, Scotty, you are, you're, inventing, gotcha. you're inventing games for the show now. That's what's happening here, is it? <laughs> no, Maddie, he's creating <laughs> content. <laughs> I'm creating contests now, so... All right, well... The- Thirteen ten sixty. This is Scotty's idea. Yeah, hun, we don't have any movie tickets, but you know what we do have? We do have a hundred dollar Lorna Va- uh, Lorna Jane voucher. Well, there you go. Ring up and win something for your missus. Yeah. Send her down there to get some nice hot leggings or something. Oh, God, that's, he loves yeah, leggings. Do you like leggings? Yeah. Do you? Oh, I love them, mate. Yeah, mine my favourite. Yeah. On the right, girls, girls attire. Yeah, but on the right people, you know, sometimes you see leggings, you go, ooh. Maddie, you yeah, see, trust choice. me, you see True, plenty Maddie. of blokes wearing the wrong clothes as well. Don't oh, no. you? Yeah. I'm talking about blokes. Skins, I'm sorry, skins are not acceptable <laughs> no. in public. And no. just because you put tiny football shorts over them, that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> oh, I'm going to disagree. I, uh, I can wear the football shorts over the skins, but just skins and jogging? No, we don't right. need to see what religion you are when you're going around the block. So it's, like when you see, it's like when you see guys wearing rash vests and they're for surfing, not oh. wearing around the street. You're like, yeah. uh, mate, do you know what that's? It's not actually a shirt. No, I agree with you. I'm anyway, like, oh, terrible. Good anyway, one, girlfriend. You sweat in those things like no <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. I know, so hun. we'd like to, we'd like you want Brisbane to get the closest um, they can to these K's, and they'll get a hundred dollar Lorna Jane. How voucher. many kilometres does mm. Scotty Too Hotty do when he's walking around the work site? Let's yep. uh, let's just put some parameters. Let's go, on. Let's go with steps. This All is right. going to be fun. So a tradie <laughs> in one day does how many steps? Laria from Springwood, how many steps do you think? About 18,000. Higher or lower? Uh, higher. Higher. Good guess, good guess. All right. Just, you're just saying higher or lower. You're not trying to give it away too quick. Courtney. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> just channel Larry Emder. Courtney in Wellington Point, how many steps does Scotty do around the worksite in a day? I'm going to say about 31,000. Lower. 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 All righty. Jennifer's in Cooperoo. Uh, I'm going to say 21,560. Love it. Higher. Oh, we're close. Leanne in Cleveland. Morning. 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 I'm going to say 22,000. Oh, look, I reckon that's close enough. Yeah. We don't have to be... 
precise, do we? No, it's not the showcase, mate. <laughs> we haven't got all day. 22,000. Hun, I'm... And 50. Yeah. And 50. And 50. It's those last 50 that really <laughs> earn you the extra beer can, at the end of the day. Can I ask you, Abby, who yeah. says she's more physically drained than you, Scotty, <laughs> how many do you do in a day on your little fitsy-bitsy? Um, I made it up to 9,000 and I went for an hour walk. <laughs> so I sit on my bum and do bugger all. I have to admit that. Uh, Scotty, honestly, I think you do an amazing job. You're right. You should be more ripped for how many steps you're doing. But yeah, an absolutely oh well. amazing job to all the tradies out there. They work hard. Can, Scotty, yeah. I, I refuse yep. to do anything until she says what you know you need to hear. The magic words, Abby. I'm sorry, Scotty. You do work hard and you do deserve that beer. Okay, now I'm turning her mic off so she can't retract it. Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. <laughs> Wake up with Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Vegas Roulette. Vegas, baby. It's been going on for weeks. Brisbane has been sitting there wondering, waiting, what will happen once this $10,000 US chip gets slapped down onto the table and it spins round and round, red or black, will all the money just disappear into the ether? Or mm. will it get doubled up and be worth 27000 Australian dollars? Alexis in Caribbee. Alexis, you're about to get in the limo that's going to take you to the airport. Is that correct? I'm excited. Oh, you are? Alexis, we've yes, just I- seen some videos you've sent through. God, I'm jealous of you girls. I actually wish I was just going with you because it seems like you're just going to have fun on the plane. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm just absolutely pumped. I'm a bit, um, I'm still on the drugs a little bit. I've got swollen glands and a throat, but look, that's not going to stop me. Yeah, hang on. Once again, we don't say when we get to American customs, I'm on the drugs. (laughs) No, they're antibiotics. Yeah. yeah. Antibiotics. That's right. (laughs) Now, we're going to whack the picture of you and your friend up on uh, Instagram. It's on there right now. Search our Hit 105 Brisbane now. Just so people know, and all the fellas, go and have a look. They're like two Kardashian girls. And um, I love how you've decided to wear the same uniform, and that is the least amount of thread count as you possibly can. (laughs) Yeah, it was picked before, obviously. Oh, you guys have outfits for every day. I just know it. And the midriffs are rocking. So congratulations on that. Uh, Matching your midriff to your sneakers, I mean, magnificent. I know, isn't it fantastic? Did you see the nails as well? Um, I'm all matched. Okay, I'll zoom in. I'll zoom in. Um, you can follow it. We'll put it up at the Hit 105 yeah. um, what you, Instagram what, account. What you've got there between the nails, the top, and the shoes, that is called the art of misdirection. So you could probably walk through security with that, ha- with that thing handcuffed to your wrist and not one of the staff would ask you, <laughs> what's that on your wrist? I know. I'm actually nervous. I will be hustling my way to try to get up to business class, to of be honest. you will. Of course so that's you something will. that I'm definitely going to be doing once I get there with that in, with that briefcase. In a polite way, don't be the first person to ever get kicked out of Vegas, okay, hon? Because we need you to put that bet on. <laughs> no, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. So put some eyelashes. We'll be right. <laughs> For those who don't know, you have the $10,000 chip, the chip that you'll be placing the bet with. Yep. It's in a steel briefcase handcuffed to your hand, and you are actually going to try and go through customs like that, yeah? I will definitely be going through customs. I can't lose that. Well, that's the thing. $10,000 chip. What would you do? Would you put it in the overhead locker or would you put it underneath? Underneath. No, right next to me. Right next to me? Yeah. Underneath. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, No one can see that. Mm. No one can take that. So, yeah, Yeah. no, I'll be keeping my eye on that all night or the whole flight, the whole flight, the whole 
trip everything. Just remember, though, um, it must be pushed under the front seat for takeoff and landing. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, that's okay. I'll just be keeping my eye out. All right. Well, we'll sleeping. We'll keep following you on Instagram. What's Yay. your friend's name, by the way? Stav. Stav. What? Her name is Stav or Stav's there with Stav. you? Stav is with me and her name's Stav. Oh, oh, we were like, oh my god! Because he's taking the day off work. Like, Stav's not here today. That he's taking the day bastard. off work. He produced a he produced a medical certificate saying he had to look after his wife. But when you said Stav's with you, I was like, did he just pull a swifty? Is he going to Vegas no. on top of all of this? He's with two hot no, seat tutsies. My Stav, my Stav, your Stav. All right, this right. is going to be very confusing. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to say right now, your Stav far more attractive than our Stav. Yes. Oh yeah. Thursday, 7.30, right here on our show. All of Brisbane will be listening. Will she spin up $20,000 US or will she say goodbye, gorgeous, delicious money? You just now go to the man. Yeah, have a good flight, hon. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Good luck. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. I'm pretty thankful that uh, you're back here uh, today, Stav. You missed the first part of the show because mm. you're, you're at home looking after your good lady wife. Um, and that makes me happy. But there's some things I'm just not thankful for today, Brisbane. And that's why I'm going to say thanks but no thanks to this. Especially you, Stav, oh. Abby, and mm. Maddie. Mm. I was working on set on The Bachelor last night. It's <laughs> <till> quite late. <laughs> and we were in the middle of some very serious cocktail party business with the beautiful bachelorettes engaging in some epic Machiavellian power plays and extraordinary back-channel communications. And then the group chat on my phone starts blowing up with you guys live commenting on Married at First Sight. Mm. But we're shooting out in the bush. There's no TV reception out there. (laughs) We're watching a closed channel feed of The Bachelor set. Love to see you watching a Channel 9 show on a Channel 10 set. Yeah. I felt felt so left out. I did send you some epic photos, though, didn't I? It was one epic photo, but there were two good things about it. Mm. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> oh, you guys. Well, Cheryl's boobs are fantastic. I know you guys can't say it because it sounds bad, but they are Cheryl's amazing. Cheryl's boobs are fantastic. No, God, oh, you sexist. <laughs> God, do you write for news.com? <laughs> <laughs> so, having kids, isn't it fun? Yeah. No. Do you know one of the regrets that I have? Having kids? <laughs> no, because you're not allowed to say that. Is not buying a pharmacist pharmacy before I had kids. Oh. Because I feel like I should just have shares in a place now by the amount of drugs that I buy there. Any parent that has a kid that's had croup, that's not fun. That's not fun. That's not fun at all. That's not fun at all. Thanks. But no thanks. You should go to the Aldi pharmacy. Do they have one? No. No, but in Victoria, they have a bottle O. Yes, they do. Yep. At the Audi? Yes. yes. Why didn't you sell it to me like that first? Because we live in Queensland. Huh. Hello to the young kids who work at my local fish and chip shop. I can order online there. It's awesome. It's really good. You links up to your PayPal account and everything. Oh. It's the business. The future. What a yep. time of your life. You can put in your name when you do the order. And for some reason, they never want to yell out sexy legs. <laughs> <laughs> I do that at Boost Juice. Yes. Oh, no, I'm Usher at Boost Juice. Are you? <laughs> yeah. That's so yeah. good. Uh, yep, got a mango for Usher. There's little white dude bottles up. I do Jemima and Big Ted. That's good. God, it cracks me up. Don't just yell out the order. I wrote sexy legs because <laughs> I want to accept my order as sexy legs. Thanks. 
But no thanks. Chompers at Oxley, it's you. Just do it next time. It's the guy who um, orders a coffee at Starbucks and under the name Bueller and then leaves. Uh. <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. Hey, non-stick frying pan. Oh, yes. <laughs> the clue is in the title <laughs> of what you are. You are a non-stick frying pan. And the lady, when I bought it, even said, do not put oil in the pan because it voids the non-stickiness. I know that sounds weird, but you just don't do it. That's weird. So uh, when I went to make my daughter a pancake today, against the recipe orders I was given by my wife to put olive oil spray in the non-stick frying pan, I decided to trust the title non-stick frying pan. And did you non-stick frying pan? Did you help? <laughs> Is it okay to serve a pancake in the frying pan? <laughs> How hipster. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, burnt my daughter. Thanks. But no thanks. Stand by being mad huh. with Osha.